Hi everyone, it's Adam from Monkey Tennis here, just saying a huge thank you to all of you that have supported my charity appeal uh, so far. For those that haven't heard about it, this September I'm going to be swimming uh, 15 kilometres uh, between five islands in Cornwall. Uh, I'll be swimming the Isles of Scilly, that's Scilly, S-C-I-L-L-Y. Um, I'm doing it because I want to, but also to raise money for Calm, the campaign against living miserably. It's a well-known statistic that 125 people in the UK die by suicide every week, and Calm run a free and confidential helpline for people to speak through their problems and ultimately to help prevent suicides. Um, I'm looking to raise enough money to train two new phone workers um, to man those lines um, and I'll be doing it by swimming the Isles of Scilly in Cornwall. Um, if you're looking to support me, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, you can donate at justgiving.com. Um, just go there and search for Adam Swim Silly. That's Adam Swim Silly, S-C-I-L-L-Y. All donations greatly appreciated. Thank you for helping me to support Calm. And now on with Monkey Tennis. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Aha! Back of the net. Monkey tennis? In no way, you big spastic, you're a mentalist! Damn! Sorry, that was just a noise. Monkey tennis? I got uh, really drunk last night. Sick everywhere. Monkey tennis? Uh, minor criticism, more distance between the eggs and the beans. Monkey tennis? I wish things had turned out differently, but I'm glad they didn't. Monkey tennis? Where's my assistant? I do not know. You're unpacking. Basically, Beef tea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you on an E? Monkey tennis? Can I have a glass of water, please? Hi pals and welcome back to Monkey Tennis, the Alan Partridge fan podcast. We are going through your feedback and we're into week two of two before we head on to delve into Nomad, uh, one of the last major Partridge properties that we're yet to tackle. I'm Adam Brooks and I'm joined by Tom Dark. It's all tits and teeth, mate. Nick Alder. I haven't got a line. And Tom Stab. <laughs> Never mind your tweets. <laughs> did, That's did, two weeks in a row that you fucked it up. Did you Dreadful. forget? Did you Dreadful. forget to prep a pipe? <laughs> yes, yes, I think I probably did. Uh, Always the same as well. Just sack Nick. Oh yep. no, no, yep. the listeners' favourite. Let's get this trending, favorite. guys. Hashtag just sack Nick. <laughs> Okay, this week's feedback roundup starts with Mr. Tom Dark. Thanks, Adam. Yeah, let's go to a Facebook comment we had from Mandy McCartney. Mandy writes, Hey, you know how Harry Mary likes to look at herself with a spoon in the bathroom? Yes, 
Yes, Mandy. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, then at Michael's place, he only has one spoon, which he keeps in the bathroom. Coincidence? I think not. Harry Mary is Michael's housemate. That's why Alan can't go in the house. Michael encourages Mary to phone Alan's radio show every night because Michael knows Alan struggles for callers. We know this because Michael asks Alan at the BP shop if he has any callers at all. I love that there's just, you know, when you think you've discussed everything about him, <laughs> yeah. you think you've covered everything. No, there's deeper insight to gain from something as trivial as a spoon <laughs> fantastic it's time to take a fresh look at Harry Mary yeah, yeah I do feel like this is one of the most robust theories that we've ever been, <laughs> been sent on the podcast I, I like the idea that Michael actually caring that much about Alan actually having calls callers into the yeah, show yeah, yeah that's yeah. really good it's really good <laughs> not enough to call himself though oh god no no he, he can't do an accent that's probably the best. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah yeah I've got an email and that email is from Alex Cowan and it reads I was just listening to the Welcome to the Places of My Life podcast episode and it occurred to me that the teacher he berates sounds like the same Mr. Crack chemistry teacher. I'm not really sure I'm chuckling, but I am. Um, I think it's because it's a funny comment. Uh, Who Michael blows to bits with his Apache attack helicopter in I'm Alan Partridge. Did Michael move to Norwich as a child and attend the same school as Alan? Or is Alan just standing up for his friend whose teacher has coincidentally retired from Newcastle to Norwich what do we think I mean this is less of a robust theory isn't it? <laughs> it, uh, but again it's weird isn't it because you ha- if you look at the script in I'm Alan Partridge Michael says I I'm not going to do the accent I I'd gone back to school first I first I take out the labs and I type into the attack computer Mr. Craig chemistry teacher <laughs> attack chemistry- computer yeah. that's chemistry- how they work <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah chemistry teacher blow them to bits so you do have literally the names are the same so again you'd think why would they why would they do that like why would you choose Mr. Craig to be a teacher in two different different instances? That seems like quite an odd choice, but then I can't really see that in the APU it makes sense. Like there's no way they went to school together because we no. would surely know that. They're different particularly ages. in in the books and everything. Like, I mean, when we get into the Nomad deep dive, they, Alan talks about them meeting at the Linton Travel. I Tower. guess they don't need to have gone to school together to have both had Mr. Craig as a chemistry teacher, though. If they're a few years Ooh. apart, and Mr. Craig was at the school for like a couple of decades, that is a very good point, Adam. Yeah, possible, yeah. possible. Yeah. I mean, I genuinely think at this point, knowing what we do about about the way that this is written, <laughs> this is as likely <laughs> to just be somebody had that name in mind twice. Uh, as it do, is, do you think this it's like a subliminal? Weed. I feel like Mr. Craig could be the name of a teacher, not realizing they know that because it's been an I'm Alan Partridge. Yeah, yeah it's been done before. <laughs> Although I guess there is the the other theory that is Alan standing up for his friend. That is a slightly different take on it. So Alan knows who the teacher is and knows that he was a shit to Michael. But I also think that's quite unlikely. I don't believe Alan would stand up. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I mean, I don't believe Alan would stand up. To that extent, even for Lynn. But he helped Michael Mike. get the job at the BP garage and, uh, yeah, and at reception Because he wanted radio someone station. around to belittle, not because he wanted Michael to have any sort of career advance. You've got me bang to rights. Don't be fooled by the emails that I got. I'm just, I'm just Alan from the block. Get, <laughs> Scott Birch has emailed in. I'm just trying to make this entertaining for myself. Um, Scott Birch has emailed in and he says, I've been enjoying listening again to your first dozen or so episodes, but was struck by your lack of knowledge when it came to popular culture references. Clearly, you are all far younger than myself, a sprightly 46, he says. To not know who Gary Wilmot is, for instance, surely detracted from your enjoyment of that gag the first time you heard it. Now, actually, I would like to say I'd heard of Gary Wilmot. I think it was Nick. It was Nick, wasn't it? I mean, I'd heard of him. You have to have a basic knowledge of Gary Wilmot (laughs) if you're going to work in 
in a branch of monkey tennis. Yeah, I think it was, I had no I think, idea. I think it was but just Nick who the thing thought is, he was a footballer. I th- yeah, well, I, I did. I thought he was a footballer, but also. <laughs> so Scott, please do direct feedback to Nick in future. Yeah. Yes, but I think that I had enough of a working knowledge of the way that Alan Partridge jokes work that this is. Um, <laughs> You'd hope so. This is. You really would. Uh, listen to the output. But um, yeah, I assumed it was someone that was a washed up, um, you know, one off star, be it of sport or the stage. Uh, no. Scott continues, don't get me wrong, I admire your brazen lack of shame, <laughs> but surely there are other references and nuances that have gone over your young people's heads. I thank you, hmm. an avid listener and friend of the show. Well, I don't think you are a friend of the show after that email. <laughs> no. some, some things may go over our young people's heads, but uh, we managed to catch every bit of patronising feedback at, <laughs> as it passes us. I don't, arguably, do any of us count as young? <laughs> Great point. I'm not sure yeah. that we actually do. No. I mean, if he's describing 46 as sprightly, then yes, we do. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> fair point. I don't think too much goes over our, held, our heads just to sort of You're struggling the, to even say a sentence. The, the individual references, uh, some individual references that some people might not know, but in this yeah, case, Nick like didn't gra- know who Gary Graduate and, uh, God, God. and Jean-Michel Jarre. Actually, most yeah. of them are G- G- yeah. G- Michael Jarre. We've cracked it, we've cracked it. It's all Nick. So if we get anything wrong or don't, I'll miss anything going forward, it's Nick. Yeah, yeah. that's because I'm young and sprightly. Remember, <laughs> remember guys, hashtag... Just, Just like Nick. Nick. Um, oh, the listener's favourite. Le- uh, less of a post, more of a photo from John Wolstenholm. Uh, he said, thought you might appreciate this from the depths of Budapest. Uh, basically, he's gone on an Alan Partridge theme stag do. And I mean, there seems very little point discussing this at length on an audio podcast, but we will put it on our social Pop media. It up on the socials. You, yep. you need to see this. He's, he's got the Pringle sweater. He's got what sweater? looks... David Squetter David Squetter David Squetter it's the Pringle sweater it's the vulcanised rubber slash leather thong um, and all of his uh, stag mates all seem to be in a version of the uh, North Norfolk Digital t-shirt so we'll pop that on the uh, on the socials just just as an appreciation of the effort that is brilliant did you enjoy his comment the only thing I learned about Hungary is they have no idea who Alan Partridge is (laughs) imagine the bafflement as he walks into various uh, establishments if you've been on an Alan Partridge theme stag why not send us a photo great oh, oh great it's 15 lads coming to the bar and one of them wearing a thong <laughs> of course they're British <laughs> <laughs> guys I've had an email congratulations I've had an email from Drew Cameron now Drew gets in touch in reference to our recent chats on Mid Morning Matters Series 2 when we discussed Alan's misnaming of Jazzy Jeff and the French Prince Uh, we did uh, kind of wonder whether we could come up with another list of similar misnamings and we're going to do this quick fire Drew has given us quite an extensive list so let's see if we can go through this without ballsing it up oh we'll balls it up oh absolutely right guys I'll get us started let's go Flavia Flav Snoopy Dog Dr. Drapes LL Ebay Sistquo Wiz Kalipas Takeshi's Castle 69 <laughs> Cardigan B Beyonce Nose Nicky Minge <laughs> Ariana Granada Kaki Perry Puff Dwaddy Limp Nesquilk E Octopussy Cat Dolls <laughs> Franz Fernando Pet Shop Soiled Boys Numero One Direction The Mamas and the Alpha Papas Wet, wet, wet Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> One is her, the other is H. Neither is H from Steps. And that was brilliant. Yeah, very yeah, good. That is really great. Good. That, is, that is really great. Drew. Nailed it um, first take as well. Brilliant. Yeah, we, yeah. we, we really, no edits required at all. Jed's <laughs> very happy about that. that. That's a really great list, Drew. He continues in his email. The final few may have slipped a little from the remit. 
Those who know me know that when under pressure, my work does suffer. Mine's a pint. Also, P.S., chance card, hail a taxi, dressed as a giant exclamation mark, advanced directly to go. So that's Alan Monopoly, which I think we'll come back to a little bit later in this episode. I've had a message, actually, from Ooh. Tom Love. Um, mm. Yeah, indeed. And he writes, after Alan going completely off on a tangent when describing the noise frequency of his dimmer switches in episode two, it got me thinking about other times he's gone completely off topic, accidentally, and started talking about something completely irrelevant. A classic partridge trait. This part is from uh, Anglian Lives, and he quotes, I mean, I never got drunk on power, but on occasions, I've got a little tipsy. These days, I just stick to a half, maybe two at the most. If I'm driving, I'll just have a half. I've real. I've just realised I was just talking about drink there, not power. What are your favourites? That's from Tom. He just writes he's our biggest fan. Um, I mean, there's so many examples of Alan going off on wild tangents. I think my favourite one is probably an I Partridge where he's talking about something relevant and then goes off for, I think, four to five pages about uh, radio broadcast frequencies mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, microphone settings and so on. Yeah, I think that happens quite a lot in the books because yeah. obviously the gag being it's increasing the word the word count to hit his word limit. Yeah. Gag or actually something that they're trying to do in making like yeah. the yeah. word count laugh. I think as as we come to cover Nomad, starting with next week's episode, we will learn that the, the lines between uh, fiction and reality when <laughs> yes. it comes to stretching the <laughs> word count so. uh, are very much uh, up for debate. And yeah, if you, dear listener, have an example of a favourite Alan tangent... Alangent? Alangent? Alangent. Alangent. Then, yeah, please, please get in touch and give us some more examples. We'll obviously give you all the details for all our social medias, uh, hotline, etc. at the end of this episode. This next one is just a little bit of fun we like to do around the bank holiday by asking <laughs> everybody, uh, it's the bank holiday, what are you doing, who's with you, and inviting people to come up with their own fantasy celebrity bank holiday pastimes. We're going to go through this as quick fire as we can. No one's going to make any mistakes, and we're definitely not <laughs> we going to ne- any do. problems. We never do. We're seasoned professionals. Yes. Adam. Okay. There's a lot of these. Thank you so much, everybody who's got in touch. They're all great as well. as many of you as possible, and I will begin. Marino Bertie says, I'd go fruit picking with Les Dennis, followed by a Toby Carvery with extra York. Puds. Big Al says Laser Quest with Superlard. Sam Crook says Go up Brecon Beacons with Susanna Reed. Take a couple of nets of pick and mix cheeses. Superb. Horwich Bloke says Go Karting with Steve Backshaw. King Ralph says Trampolining with Danny DeVito. Yes. Cy Duckworth <laughs> says I'd spend it with Chris Akabusi exploring a National Trust property before rounding the day off with a barbecue in the car park. Brackets if permitted. King Ralph also says Go Karting with Gary Wilmot and Bobby Davro. Michael Miller says Drive the great UK ring roads in advert sided Kia with Susie Dent. We would spend the weekend delving into the nuances of ye oldie English and the linguistic traits of the people we encounter. I'd hope she'd want to visit a cracking owl sanctuary. Linus Beaven says beaver stroking with Martina English. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie Ricecoe says archery followed by some medieval axe throwing at Lake Windermere with Pat Sharp. <laughs> Jim Stephen Wall says badger watching with Bill Oddie. Del Randall's gardening with Monty Don, mid-morning snack of a lion bar and pickled onions, all washed down with a big glass of meatless lilt and see-through gold. <laughs> Ruddy Superb says, I'd like to go fishing the River Tafee in a coracle with Rod Stewart and six cans of McEwan's Export. Thank you very much. George Fox says, I'd like to go around Alton Towers with Stuart Lee, please. Maybe stay in the Water Park Hotel afterward. Thanks. Peter Norris says, absolutely with Peter Dinklage. Bye. <laughs> Dave Hughes would like to go crocheting with former Speaker of the House, Betty Boothroyd. Jamie Lee Hill says, I'd like to go to a dog rescue centre with Bob Carroll. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Philip Glossop, I'd like to use the forecourts of a shell garage just to turn around with Rod Stewart. 
Dal still says, I go go-karting with Russ Abbott and afterwards to a harvester at 4.45 for the early birth, 33% offer. Only to be let down that it's not available on back holidays, but Russ would generously pay the difference. Dave Hughes is busy. He's riding on a heritage steam railway with Russ Abbott. Rob Fox says, I want to go to Corfe Castle with Lorraine Kelly and have pints after, or go with Julia Bradbury. In fact, both can join me. Bye. Stephen Ballantyne says, an hour at the bingo with Diane Abbott before some candy and teas on the train ride home. Yes. Ooh, bless. Uh, Andy Carroll says, cleaning out the attic with a lovely Kate Winslet. Not sure we got that one from. <laughs> Leo Belches says, a trolley dash at B&Q with Nick Knowles. Oh, yes. <laughs> Donna Tart, sorry, Dean Tonner. <laughs> Rock climbing with John Burko and then home in time for Nazi megastructures. Kenneth Wilson says, I'm going to don my dirty boy garden dungarees and get stuck in outdoors. And we'll end with uh, Alex Largs, who says, nothing. Bye. <laughs> Thanks very much so to good. everyone for your so uh, bank holiday fantasy scenarios. I think we should redo that section. There's, we, we should ask people to uh, send in their uh, ideas so that we can do that feature again, because that is genuinely brilliant That's fun. Brilliant, yeah. Do keep them coming. Or just wait till the next bank holiday and just tweet it like we normally do. That's an option as well. There's one coming up. It's nearly uh, August bank holiday. Isn't that's it? why I said that at the time of recording. Yes, that's, yeah, <laughs> that's why, isn't it? Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Guys, I've had another email. Blimey. Shall I tell you more about it? <laughs> Please do. I mean, sure, at this point. <laughs> Might as well. We've got nothing yeah. else to do, have we? Sod it. Nothing to lose at this point. So, an email comes in from James Reed, titled Urgent FAO Dante's of Reading Conference. James writes... Dear sirs, I'm a self-confessed expert on all things Partridge, brackets, I've got a girlfriend, well, I've got a wife. Can you feedback on the original Radio 4 Know Me Knowing You radio shows, please, like the one with a genius boy called Simon, brackets, who slash whom? I'm have to get a Cumberland sausage from the little bitty chef, brackets, the little chef, lovely stuff, cheers. Um, anybody want to feel that? 
Well, I mean, I guess it brings up the, the topic of what partridge, the thorny issue. What partridge we're left to cover. There's obviously new partridge on the way, and we'll tackle that as and when it comes. Uh, driving bans or no driving bans aside, <laughs> um, yeah, we haven't talked about the Know Me Knowing You radio shows yet. Just the TV series. There's obviously quite a lot of partridge in uh, Steve Coogan's stand-up that we're yeah, to and I think the, the stand-up stuff is gold. I, and I, but I think the thing is, I don't know. If even all four of us round the table have seen it, but things like is that um, the man who the thinks man who he's thinks it? he's it is honestly one of the best half hours of partridge I've ever seen. I think that is big talk. I'm aware, but yeah, there basically I think what we're saying is there are still quite a few things left to cover. There's some um, tits bits. There are tits bits. Well, I mean, you and I think arguably, know me knowing you, the radio show is probably worth doing a deep dive into at some point because that is really where it all started in terms of a purely yeah. Allen vehicle yeah. yeah we certainly do get asked a lot don't we about we, when, when we really it, do you know I mean I, I, I'm not just saying that to make it sound like we're in demand you've heard how much, <laughs> you've heard how much feedback we've had guys um, literally yeah, some it's certainly on the list let's put it that way it's on the list yeah if they could maybe stop making new partridge that would make it a lot easier for us to catch up <laughs> we've had a lovely email in from Adrian Bavister thank you for that um, unfortunately we haven't got time to go through um, it in its entirety so I'm it's very in depth out. wasn't it it is so I'm going to read out an edited highlight uh, so he writes about Pitcher Partridge and uh, he says uh, I want to see Alan host a game show I know there's skirmish but I want to see it or something similar I want to see Alan bend the rules for contestants he fancies <laughs> be unnecessarily strict for contestants that annoy him I can imagine someone winning a Panasonic Soundboom 400 XS and he says you don't want the XS it suffers from high volume you want the 400 XL it's got the low impedance speakers mm-hmm. to be honest we've got the 400 XS in bulk and we really need to shift them is that a real product by the way I've got no idea yeah I should just say um, uh, on behalf of Panasonic we don't know that that's necessarily the case Jed, um, is, say- Jed is saying yes yeah it's uh, Jed is- yeah, okay fine 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 fine, fine. hasn't um, uh, Alan bent the rules for contestants in the past with uh, the Miss Norwich competition oh, in uh, No Me it's No that kind you. of thing isn't it's it yeah. previous yeah. <laughs> closely linked to uh, a Pitcher Partridge which Adrian uh, emailed in He's, he follows up with another idea for a programme says whatever Alan's next TV output is it surprisingly opens with the title sequence for Jumble Lynn is presenting yes Alan Alan is in the background somewhere he chips in with some remark and Lynn puts him down Uh, then he wakes up in a pool of sweat it was all a dream bonus maybe this could be a recurring dream and we could see a peek at Jumble every week I like that that. that. effectively Lynn replaces the uh, Tony Tony Hairs grinding uh, (laughs) cone boob cameo I definitely don't want to see Lynn with a cone boob grinding on anything God no no. but yeah I I think the returning to Jumble would would be a lot of fun yeah uh, not satisfied with two emails on a third time to be fair there's a good point in each is he our Jed Maxwell that's what I'm worried about um, he said, uh, this is where he picked through in details many things we got wrong or is astounded that we didn't mention uh, he said you talked about a wooga the phrase before <laughs> but didn't mention this uh, he sent us a link to an article which is about the origins of the phrase a wooga he said I thought it was strange you didn't mention it especially as producer Jed has a Red Dwarf podcast uh, I remember watching back when Craig Charles came up with this and I was very annoyed watching Gladiators years later and hearing John Fashanu, John Fashanu, say <laughs> it's an old African word meaning joy and happiness. So perhaps someone can uh, delve into the origins of a wooga for a second. Yeah, and actually, I, I did listen back to the episode where we discussed this. So this is about the Chris Akabusi sex stories where he pats them on the fanny and whispers a wooga into <laughs> yes. their ear. Something that's burned into all of our minds. <laughs> Who could forget? <laughs> 
And yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm Adrian. I'm as shocked as you are that we didn't that we didn't get into this either because Chris Akabusi uh, did not originate a Wooga, and nor did John Fashanu. It was our beloved uh, friend of the show, Craig Charles. <laughs> um, it's something that I think he used to say on. The Cyber... Jed, what was that show called? Shout out. Um, he was on a show called Cyberzone. That's it. Um, so they used to do like virtual reality things also, in Cyberzone. would not watch. Can I say, this is the point in recording this episode that we realised that Jed has given himself a secret microphone <laughs> that none of us knew about and he just whipped it out from under the desk. <laughs> I've always had it, guys. I've just never... Oh, well, I was Sorry. expecting Jed to just shout across the room and suddenly he's on mic. I've just uh, been waiting for you guys to talk about Red Dwarf. Uh, no, he, he actually um, started t- saying a Wooga on Red Dwarf from season three uh, onwards. Okay. Yeah, and then when he sure g- this is all covered in the link, yeah. by the way, I just forgot. <laughs> and then he obviously got the job uh, presenting Cyberzone, which was like a late nineties, really bad VR show. So I did, yeah. I do remember watching that, and it was like kind of really bad lawnmower man virtual yeah. reality type stuff. Amazing. But it was set in Cyber Swindon, is something yeah. I really remember. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't stop there because like, as soon as he got the gig uh, for Robot Wars, he brought it over to R- Robot Wars ah. too. So he's continued to do that, and maybe when he had that crack habit, he, he did it to his dealers as well. Then <laughs> possibly, who knows? He had his uh, naughty Friday. Naughty Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, wasn't it? <laughs> now you know um, why we don't give Jed a microphone because he, says, he libels us. <laughs> anyway, uh, in summary, a wooga. <laughs> a wooga indeed. Thanks, Tom. Um, I've now had another email, j- just to me, by the way, not to not to the Partridge Pod, just to me. Paul Derbyshire got in touch, and it looks like Paul tracked down. Uh, Tim Dante who played John the Builder in My Man and Partridge Series 2 Amazing Paul writes that Tim is a local legend who organises their local beer festival in their village He writes we love him and he's always up for a bit of a Partridge scene after six pints So good to know if you can uh, track Tim Dante down get him six pints and he'll do some Partridge for you Or alternatively give him all the change in your pockets and then the day off (laughs) Um And finally, uh, you may recall we posted on our social channels about a dream that Tom Dark had had. Hello. um, Where he had uh, uh, imagined, dreamed, that David Mitchell starred in a reboot of Alan Partridge. This was I'm Alan Partridge series three in my dream, and it was starring David Mitchell, not Steve Coogan. Yep. Michael was back, still played by Simon. Uh, It was universally praised. Critics loved it. The public loved it. We loved it. And it was celebrated in the streets. We then took a screen grab of uh, the message, posted it on our social media and asked you what your thoughts were. And we're going to read out a uh, selection of your comments here. So I'm going to start with Amy Morrissey-Scanlon, who said, would 100% watch this? Dominic Garrity replied, stop getting Alan wrong. (laughs) Gaz Rowley-Jones says, yeah, would probably watch this. Matt McKellen said, David Mitchell is predominantly a panel show host and participant and not an actor. Uh, He then followed up with another reply to himself saying, but he's not under a cow. (laughs) Carl Parnell wrote, uh, Richard Madeley or not at all. Uh, Brendan Hooper replied, David Mitchell is not Alan. He is rubbish. Well, actually, he's quite good, but he's not Alan. Ricky Cole followed saying, the only person capable would be Richard Madeley. He basically is Alan. You wouldn't even need a script. It's a fair point, I think. Mark Cordell wrote, I love him in those hilarious adverts for EE with his comedy family and Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Ha ha, monkeys. Marcus McGowan uh, writes, David Mitchell is great in Upstart Crow, but Steve Coogan is Alan. I do agree about Richard Madeley, though. Perhaps a fly on the wall documentary? Question mark. Richard Dobson says it's like when they get a new actor to play James Bond. I'm sure Alan would approve. Rick Lane says Martin Brennan. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Righty eight nine four suggests 
Beppe from EastEnders. Oh. <laughs> Absolute throwback there. Mm. Uh, Charlie Hill says Andy Circus just because. And Dan underscore M underscore 1983, very snappy, says Bill Nighy as Partridge. However, an interesting concept would be like an Adrian Mole style miniseries with young Alan navigating the early 70s. Would watch. Would watch. Yeah. Keen, uh, keen to see that. If Alan's dad wasn't dead, that would be brilliant to see Nye as Alan's dad. Yes, yes. That, that would be good. good. That I like would work. It, like it. Yeah. But I think the interesting takeaway there is that we were so engrossed in the world of this time with Alan Partridge, I was literally having dreams about it. <laughs> uh, frantic and worrying. Uh, that brings us to the end of this episode, our feedback episode. So next week we'll be tackling Nomad, Alan's uh, visionary journey in the footsteps of his father, uh, tackled week by week. Uh, if you've got the book at home, I strongly suggest that you reread it. it should take you more than a week and you can join us as we tackle uh, chapters one to four next week's episode if you want to get in touch with us with feedback then you can do it's the partridge pod at gmail.com facebook.com slash the partridge pod on twitter we're at the partridge pod on instagram we're at monkey tennis pod and the monkey tennis hotline is open for young calls in your area 07923 <laughs> 600 so please do get in touch and i think it's best to say if you do want to send us a message on the phone line the whatsapp voicemails work best because they sound better for god's sake don't use leave WhatsApp. a voicemail use whatsapp Otherwise, you'll be uh, distant and scared like Domingo from Little Oakley. Um, so from all of us at Monkey Tennis, the Alan Partridge fan podcast, we'll see you next week when we crack on with Nomad. But for now, thanks and goodbye. Thanks a lot. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! Damn! Back of the net. Monkey Tennis? In no way, you big spastic, you're a mentalist! Damn! Sorry, that was the noise. Monkey Tennis? I got uh, really drunk last night. Sick everywhere. Monkey tennis? Uh, minor criticism. More distance between the eggs and the bean. Monkey tennis? I wish things had turned out differently, but I'm glad they didn't. Monkey tennis? Where's my assistant? I do not know. You're like packing. Basically, beef tea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you on an E? Monkey tennis? Can I have a glass of water, please? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.